Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Great to be here. Thanks for being here. It's a beautiful morning here in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm looking at a pillow that says, what, and I cannot stress this enough, the fuck is going on (laughs) in the world, everywhere, why, now, who, when, I don't know. Okay, lots to unpack here. Lots to unpack, then repack. Because I usually, when I'm home, I'm home for a total of 12 hours and then I'm back on the road. So we're unpacking, we're repacking, we're washing our skims and we're bouncing. Where do I begin? Where do I begin? Okay, what's happened since last week? Oh my God, my eyes itch. It's pollen season here in Georgia. If y'all don't know, if you didn't grow up where the pollen thrives, then you don't know. I think pollen is a universal thing, but it may not be. It's really big up the eastern seaboard, really big in the south. You know, you hit that first week of April, you walk outside. We just reslated the porch. It looks beautiful. The house is really coming together. Gorgeous black slate. It's yellow, slip and slide. You walk out, and if you have a slight allergy, your eyes are swollen shut. I'm living off Benadryl, Zyrtec, a hope and a fucking prayer. Okay. And it's weird. It lasts like a week and a half. Everyone thinks they're dying. Everyone in the state of Georgia right now is, you know, and it doesn't help that we're in a pandemic sort of still. Everyone's like, is it COVID? No, it's pollen. You have pollen and everyone's just walking around itching their eyes. And then that's how you end up with pink eye. Because, you know, even as adults, we probably have some bad flushers and wipers out there. So anyways, it's a shit show. So that's where we're all at physically. And then on top of that, I was just in Florida. Hey, side note, want to give a big shout out to Fort Lauderdale. Really showed up. What a great time. I was coming in hot. Was coming off the tail end of, I think, a 24-hour bug that just took me the fuck out. And honestly, I think it was a mixture too of just being completely burnt out and overwhelmed with the on sale of the Atlanta show, which we'll get to in a minute, which I'm just so grateful for. But last week was just a really crazy busy week. I had toured all the weekend before. I land Sunday night. I wake up Monday morning, do the podcast. Then I shoot all day the promo videos for the show at the Fox, which is very exciting. 
and then get done with that at five, go home, pack my bags, get on a flight the next day to Dallas. I'm in Dallas for 12 hours, fly back, tickets go on sale. I come down with a stomach bug and then I break my fever, get the clear from my doctor and I have to repack and get on a flight to Fort Lauderdale. That's what my weeks look like right now. There's always a span of like three hours where I just, I just get taken down by something, <laughs> whether it's a rolled ankle, a period, a migraine. I just, my body's like, you've done too much. Now, I want to say something real quick. I don't want anybody to think this is coming from a place of not being grateful. I'm filled with gratitude. I love my life. I'm cooking with gas. I think what's wild is, is when you're touring, you're working every weekend. And then when I get back, I'm still working through the regular work week. So my schedule's not the same. And, you know, you guys come and see me and party on the weekends, but I do a show and then I have to get on a flight on a Saturday at 6 a.m. to get to the next place. And that is a part of the job, okay? I'm living the best job in the world. So please understand that that's not me bitching about that. Physically, my body's really trying to play catch up. So then during the week, there's no real day off. There's no day for de-stimulation is what I'm trying to say. For decompression, de-stimulation. So when you're a performer and you're, giving all the time, right? Like you're doing the shows and you get on the plane you da, 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 and you're running around. And then there isn't a single, maybe four hour span of a day where I just get to sit in the quiet and recharge my battery. I am feeling like it's gonna be a bad nervous breakdown. <laughs> my friend Carolyn that I saw this weekend goes, you're not yourself right now. And I said, Carolyn, you're absolutely right. She said, I saw you in Nashville. She goes, when you're on stage, you're yourself and you're performing and you're doing what you love. And then you get off stage and an hour later, you have nothing in the tank and you're not who you've been. And I said, I completely agree with you. And then I started crying. Not in like, I'm always me. It's not me. It's Miranda. (laughs) (laughs) Not like that. But my dear friend Carolyn has known me since the first day of college. We had a little girls reunion this weekend that I almost bailed on too. I felt like such shit after the Fort Lauderdale show. And I was like, guys, I can't do it. And I rallied. I rallied and I needed it. I needed a weekend of just 48 hours of just absolute sheer college giggles with my girls. I'd refilled my soul, my spirit, Tina, Jenny, Carolyn, my mom and I. We hung out in Fort Lauderdale. We really tried to avoid Fort Lauderdale as much as possible because we didn't realize it was still spring break. But she said, I'm pulling a wellness check on you and I need you to to have a minute for yourself. So just so y'all understand, it is a mad fucking dash to basically the wedding. And the wedding is not like, that's done. That's done. It's fine. I don't care. I'm not where I wanted to be physically for it because I'm on the road. I am not home. I am never in the same spot for more than five hours. I fly to LA tomorrow. I'm home for literally 10 hours. And then I fly to LA for five days because I have a job, which is great. Fantastic. Fuck yeah. Let's go. What I'm trying to say though is I had one of those aha moments this weekend where I realized I always want you guys to know that I'm giving you my all. Whether it's the podcast, whether it's the show, I'm always giving you my all. And I know it's a huge disappointment. We had to cancel the Vancouver show. Everybody in Canada, I'm so genuinely sorry. I was so looking forward to coming back to Vancouver this weekend, scheduling shit. There are not enough hours in the week or the weekend anymore for me to do the jobs that I am contractually obligated to do. And that's a wild thing. So Vancouver, I just want you to know there's 
back end shit. I'm so sorry. I will absolutely make it up to you. We still have the show in Toronto, May 7th, but I am so sorry that I just can't get up to Vancouver. And I gotta be honest with you, I'm just throwing this out there. I probably should have canceled many shows for the sheer fact that like I was dying. <laughs> I've done a show through the booster, a panic attack, an ovarian cyst explosion. Like she shows up to work. In the words of Kim Kardashian, you better get your fucking ass up and work. Kim, I have. That's why my hair has three strands left. I've got a rat tail of a ponytail. I get up and work, but I'm so sorry. There's just not enough days in the week and we're gonna have to switch the show. So you will get a refund on that. I'm so sorry, Vancouver, Van City. I had a great time when I was in Vancouver. I have 20 minutes of new material of Vancouver jokes because I was there for three months during COVID and I had the time of my life. So I apologize. But just so you guys understand, I got a couple DMs. It's never a personal vendetta when people are like, can't believe you. Fuck that. You fucking hate Vancouver. Love Vancouver. Also, that's how I make money, guys, is I show up and I do my job. So if something comes up, I apologize. And I know I'm still like early in the game. If you've been in this business for years, you're like, yeah, shit has to get rescheduled. I don't call the shots. I don't go, that's Vancouver. Fuck them. That's not it. That's my job. I show up to work. But the problem is there's a lot of balls in the air of also things that we're trying to connect. I'm going to go to LA for five days because it's the only time this can happen. I come home, I do something for the masters. Then I go back to LA. Then I go to Salt Lake City, Sacramento, Phoenix, Chicago, Milwaukee, two shows in Tampa, then our two big shows in Atlanta. Meanwhile, I have to go back and forth to LA between basically every other day. So there's a lot, there's a lot going on. It's all very exciting. I'm grateful. But when Kim said, get your ass up and work, bitch, I have been. That's why I have a rat tail. Also, everybody got upset with her about it. I got what she was saying. I literally got it. (laughs) I'm like dry heaving over a toilet in the Fort Lauderdale airport. And I'm like, I'm here, Kim. I'm here. My doctor said it was fine, but I've still got diarrhea, but I'm here. I'm here, Kim. So anyways, let's talk about Fort Lauderdale. Let's get into it. Okay. We're going to get to the hotmail. The hotmail? (laughs) What the You guys, I'm so fucking delirious. My eyes are so itchy from the pollen. The coffee has not kicked in. My sketchy collagen that I'm on has also not kicked in. I'm coming off a tail end of, I don't know what I had last week. It was not COVID. Side note, the amount of people, y'all have had COVID like four times now. Everybody also has a stomach bug. So just wash your hands. Keep washing your hands. If you're sick, stay home. My doctor gave me the clear. I did not travel with the fever. We were good to go. Spring is coming, okay? And there's a lot of great ways to start off your day by maybe, what, eating breakfast, cup of coffee, walking the dog. Personally, I start my day well-rested thanks to my ultra-cozy Brooklinen bedding. I cannot speak highly enough about Brooklinen. I have changed all the sheets in my house to Brooklinen. And I'm telling you, we basically are running a full-time hotel over here at Chateau McMahon. And everybody who stays goes, wow, where are those sheets from? And I say, honey, they're Brooklinen. Brooklinen is home of the internet's favorite sheets. And it was created in 2014 to give customers luxury hotel level home essentials that don't break the bank. They offer everything from snuggly sheets to cozy towels and robes, loungewear, accessories, and so much more. Here's the deal. Because they work directly with suppliers, Brooklinen 
cuts out the markups and passes those savings back onto their customers. So you get their incredible products at a very reasonable cost. If this is your first time trying Brooklinen, their best-selling Lux Sheet Sets is the perfect place to start, and they feature an irresistibly soft feel and buttery smooth finish. All you got to do is go to brooklinen.com and use promo code absolutely not for $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code absolutely not for $20 off your purchase today. Brooklinen, the curators of comfort. Again, go to brooklinen.com, enter promo code absolutely not for $20 off your purchase today. Get the best sheets. You will thank me and your guests will thank me later too. Brooklinen.com. I love traveling in style. And how do I do that with my Karayuma sneakers? Okay, here's the deal. The Karayuma is just an awesome brand. And they are highlighting right now their Akka low canvas sneaker. The Akka is a perfect transitional sneaker for dressing up or down as spring rolls around. All season sneakers keep you looking fresh with a broken in fit in perfect neutral and spring colors. But how do the shoes feel on my feet? Like butter, like angels, okay? Like I am slipping into a gorgeous, yummy, Tempur-Pedic, baby. You know what I'm saying? Just, they fit my feet so well. You know, I got a big cheddar block foot. And the Akas are amazing. I can slip them on. They come in a variety of different spring colors. I've got a pair of black, blue, and white. And I can just throw them on and bebop around town. They're also, also just so comfortable. That's the biggest thing. I'm really trying to step up my sneaker game. And I love that Karayuma makes it so, so easy. Here's the deal. For a limited time, Absolutely Not listeners can get an exclusive 15% off your pair of Karayuma sneakers. Go to, I'm going to spell it out for you, C-A-R- I-U-M-A dot com. That's C-A-R-I-U-M-A.com slash absolutely to get 15% off. That's Cariuma, C-A-R-I-U-M-A dot com slash absolutely for 15% off only for a limited time. Get them. Don't be silly, guys. Get your Cariumas. You're going to be thanking me later. Be fresh for spring and comfortable. Got you with the Cariuma.com slash absolutely. The show must go on. Y'all don't realize this is the show right here. One woman, just me, bus, club, another club, plane. You know what I mean? Starbucks, Chick-fil-A, neither of those because they're not good for you. Another club, bus, airport bathroom, starts period, another bus. We've been taking a lot of Greyhounds on this uh, tour. (laughs) We haven't been on a single bus. Y'all, they really wanted me to. Maybe one day I can do like a a podcast about the back end of what it's really like to be on tour. They really wanted me to do a a tour bus. I'm like, no. If you think I'm going to be locked on a bus, Tina and I are going to be locked on a bus with Chris while he fucking snores and rattles the damn thing. No, I need my points on Delta. Thank you. But would I ride a Greyhound bus to a show in Fort Lauderdale for material? You bet your ass I would. And you know what, Kim? That's called getting up and working. Get your fucking ass up and work if more comedians put themselves on Greyhound buses to just cruise, I'd have six more tours written. Are you kidding me? The characters, the cats I would see on that, on that Winnebago, fucking great. So get down to Fort Lauderdale. Did not realize it was still spring break. So my three best friends from college, Tina, Jenny, and Carolyn, were all still very, very close. They came down to the show. And obviously you see Tina, Tina's in the show and on the road with me, she's a doll, so talented. And- we decided just to do two nights in Fort Lauderdale, get a little sunshine. And I was literally going to bail. I was like, listen, I just need a break. I need two days at home. I just need to sleep. That's what I need to do is just sleep. 
And they were like, no, you're staying, relax. We're not partying. You know what I mean? We would go to like nice dinners and then just sit on the beach and just get some sun. And honestly, I need you to know right now, I have a crispy, like crispy base level. You went to Jamaica when you were 15, got your hair braided with beads and put baby oil on your back level burn on my back right now. Amateur hour. I haven't had this level of burn since literally I was in Ocho Rios, Jamaica with my best friend, Annie, who is equally as fair-skinned and Aryan as I am, okay? I'm not even kidding you. My back is purple, amateur hour. I just saw my dermatologist for, you know, your yearly checkup to check the moles and the wrinkles and all that. I am well-versed in skincare and sun protection. And I was having a little bit of an, a spirally of a day on Saturday. And I sat outside with my girlfriends and Carolyn was like, you need to take a breather. You need to have a moment. Heather, in true Heather McMahon fashion, it's like you've been at a buffet with work. You put too much on your plate and now you're choking at the end of the dinner table. (laughs) So Carolyn and I were just waiting in the water. You know what I mean? She's talking me off a ledge and that back, I didn't even so much as hit it with like a spray. I didn't even think. I just was like, I haven't been in the sun since January. Let me get a little vitamin D. I had to go to CVS last night and get a burn spray that had lidocaine in it. What's lidocaine? It's essentially a pain reliever. It numbs. Have you ever seen that TikTok where you put lidocaine on your toes if you're wearing uncomfortable heels because your feet go numb? I numbed up the back so I could at least put on a t-shirt. That's how badly burned I am. Amateur hour. Crispy. Have you ever had Korean fried chicken? Korean fried chicken as another level of crispiness. Korean and Japanese fried chicken, but any sort of Asian fried chicken has another level of crispiness. I don't know if it's because they use panko. I don't know what it is, but it is a deeper, crunchier, crispier fried chicken than even Southern chicken. Clearly there's a different breading there. But literally, Tina looked at me on Sunday night and she goes, you are full Asian fried chicken. I said, yes, that is exactly, it's a specific level of crisp that no regular Caucasian man or woman could recreate. She's like, this is not even like South Carolina fried chicken. Your back is specifically Korean fried chicken. That's how crispy that shit is. I said, I 100% understand the reference. I love Korean barbecue. And if you get a little side of Korean fried chicken, crunch. Literally, you're like, what is this? Is this Pop Rocks? This shit is so crispy. So if anybody, any of my followers are well-versed chefs and making Korean fried chicken, let me know why it's so crispy because it's fucking delicious. That's what my back is though. Literally, I'm 35 years old. Didn't at any point think, let's hit it with a spray. So anywho, we go down and we are checking into our hotel, beautiful hotel. And immediately we all look at each other and we go, nope. It's spring break, isn't it? It's still the tail end. I mean, it's April. You guys need to go. It's a wrap. Go home. And my birthday's in March 15th. In college, my birthday was always on spring break. You know, I showed up like in Panama City Beach with an airbrush t-shirt that had a cat on it that said, Heath Kitty, 22. You know what I'm saying? But we rolled up and I said, no. We tried to go to the pool. No. They're like, nah, we've been out of cabanas since like 7 a.m. Goombas everywhere. It was loud. We couldn't. We said, no, uh uh-uh. So we go down to the beach. Can't even get a chair. You know what I mean? And we're thinking 
we're on the tail end. All the spring breakers will be gone. We're going to have a little girls. We can just relax. No, I'm paying an astronomical amount for this hotel room. We're going to have 70-person wait list for a fucking chair on the beach. That's a bamboozlement. I paid $45 for a round of popsicles for my gals. I said, they're running a fucking racket down here. Just sitting in the sand. I haven't sat in the sand on a beach in a while. And that sounds very privilegy. And I don't mean it to sound like that. But when was the last time you at least didn't bring your own Costco chair? Do you know what I mean? And when you're paying enough to stay at a nice hotel, you're thinking, I'm going to get a damn chair. You know, it's included. The beach club access is included in the price. So my back is fried. My vagina is now as crispy and crunchy as the back because there's so much thick sand for Lauderdale. Y'all don't have that clear, clear sand. You got that thick, crunchy, crunch sand. And we're just like watching the spring break go down. So the next day, we get invited by these wonderful girls. Shout out to my girls. We get invited by these wonderful girls who came to the Fort Lauderdale show to go to their very exclusive Barton and Gray boat rental out of the Boca Raton Hotel and Yacht Club. Y'all, I'm just throwing this out there. If you haven't been to Boca, shit slaps. You know what I'm saying? We roll up to this Boca Hotel and I said, this is where we should have stayed. Okay, anybody who works for the Boca, I don't know if it's Boca Grand or just the Boca Hotel, call us. It's lovely. And we got on essentially that they have like this boat rental called Barton and Gray. And one of our lovely new friends, she had um, a rental and we go out on, on, we go out on the boat for the day and we were having a fucking blast. Had so much fun with the girls. What a blast. Y'all, I was hanging out with a lovely young lady named Elizabeth who looked so much like Anne Hathaway, Annie, excuse me, that it freaked me the fuck out. Have you ever been with somebody and you're talking to them? And I've now made the joke so many times. She lives in New York. She works for Sotheby's. And I'm talking to her and I'm like, Elizabeth, I'm sorry. You must have been told a million times that you remind people of Anne Hathaway. And she is like, even speaks like her. And then she's telling me about her Sotheby's art biz. And halfway through, I had one of those outer body experiences where I go, oh, fuck, it is Anne Hathaway. Do you know what I mean? And it wasn't, but I had that moment where I go, I've been saying to this woman for the last two hours, you are so much like Anne Hathaway, it's freaking me out. And you are Anne Hathaway. Like her mouth was moving, but in my mind, I was going, oh my God, this really is her. And now I've embarrassed myself. And also, am I getting pranked right now? Why is Annie on a boat with me in Boca? And I was sober. Everybody else was drinking. I was just like worn out. So I was like, you know, I'm chugging LaCroix over here. So I lean over to Tina, who's four tequilas deep. And I go, Tina, is this fucking Annie Hathaway? And she goes, no, Heather, are you high? And I've said a million times, maybe, I don't know. Because the way my pill bag is set up right now, I have some gummies in there and also some other gummies, and I may have mixed them. You know what I mean? This bitch though, Elizabeth, if you're listening, you know you look just like Anne Hathaway and it was tripping me the fuck up. Everybody needs a break. Everybody needs some time off. You know what? I love the Caribbean. You know what's better than an ad break? A beach break, baby. And I know we can all use a getaway right about now. When I want to book a beach vacay, I use CheapCaribbean.com. I'm all about that all-inclusive life. I get more food, more drinks, and more fun for less money with less worries. Basically, I get more of what I want and less of what I don't. Cheap Caribbean has great deals on incredible all-inclusive beach vacations throughout the Caribbean, Central America, and Mexico, including Cancun, Jamaica, Los Cabos, Punta Cana, Aruba, and more, baby. Book today and get next-level beach vacation at any 
Ryu, that's R-I-U, hotels and resorts in the Caribbean, Mexico, and Central America. Less money, less worry, more beach when you book at CheapCaribbean.com. Get out there, right by the beach, boy, CheapCaribbean.com. They've got it all set up for you, easy, breezy, easy to book. And right now, you can have a next-level beach vacation at any R-I-U, Ryu, hotels and resorts in the Caribbean, Mexico, and Central America. Mm. Ah, you know what I'm drinking over? Some fresh ice right now. Olipop, baby. I love Olipop. Why? Because it's a new kind of soda. It tastes like the sodas I grew up with, but unlike other sodas that are full of sugar, corn syrup, artificial ingredients like aspartame, and things that will literally make your eyes roll in the back of your head, Olipop is made with natural ingredients that are actually good for you. If you didn't know, Olipop is one of the fastest growing functional beverage brands in America. They have delicious nostalgic flavors like vintage cola, classic root beer, orange squeeze, cherry vanilla, strawberry vanilla, which is my absolute favorite, and their newest flavor, classic grape. Y'all, you want me to put you on something? Do a little bit of like, I get that almond milk or like a dairy-free ice cream and I put a little bit of that strawberry vanilla over it and I have myself like a little, you know what I mean, saying a sweet treat and it's frigging good. Here's the thing. 90% of Americans consume more than the USDA's daily recommended added sugar intake of 30 grams. Sweetener beverages like soda are the leading source of added sugars in the American diet. Olipop is so much, much lower in sugar than the conventional sodas with only two to five grams of sugar from a natural source. So it's no added sugar. Their vintage cola has just two grams of sugar compared to a regular Coca-Cola that is 39 grams of sugar. Forget it. Talk about insulin resistance. Forget it, okay? Olipop is great. You get that nice little sweet treat, but you know you're doing something that's good for yourself. And they're so confident that you'll love their products. They offer a 100% money back guarantee for orders placed through their website. Receive 20% off plus free shipping on your order. I recommend trying their variety pack. This is a great way to try all their delicious flavors. All you got to do is go to drinkolipop.com slash absolutely or use code absolutely at checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-O-L-I-P-O-P. So it's drinkolipop.com slash absolutely. Olipop can also be found in over 8,000 stores across the country, including Kroger, Target, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and Wegmans. We had a great day on the boat. I love boat life. Let me tell you why I love boat life. So we go out on this thing called the Boca Lake, okay? And I love boat life because you got a name on the boat. You know what I mean? You got a name on the boat. The captains know each other. It's kind of like when you're backstage at a show, this is the only way I can really describe it that it will connect with the other two maybe comedians that listen to this podcast. But it's like when you're when you're in theater biz and you know people backstage, hey, Ronnie, how the lights looking? Hey, Claire, what's the ticket sales? Like you have this rapport. You walk backstage at any show. I tip my hat to security and go, all right, Sheila, keep the hot men at bay. You know, you have these little like, this little banter, this little back and forth, chatter, chatter, banter, bada bing, bada boom. So we have this great captain, Captain Tom on the Barton Gray ship. He knows everybody up the intercoastal. I'm telling you right now, we're passing people. Hey, Luke. Hey, Luke, what'd you catch today? Luke's responding, nothing but attitude, Tom. Nothing but attitude. I'm crying so hard. I am laughing. I'm like, everything about boat life, salt life, the naming of the boats. We saw one boat, too many martinis. One boat, one this and the divorce. You know what I mean? Like, you know that when you sat down and you were signing your boat papers and you're some like Jamoke from Jersey and you're sitting there going, all right, what are we going to name the boat? Oh, I know. 
one in the divorce. Fuck you, Brenda. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know the conversation that they have with themselves. They're sitting around. It's all guys from Jersey. They're sitting around playing cards. I'm getting the boat. What are you getting? I'm getting uh, I'm getting a 10-footer. Yeah, it's got a motor on it. What should I call it? Fuck you, Brenda. All right. Good one. You know, I'm going to call it a uh, snake eyes. I took all your cards. You owe me $200. Goodbye. Like every single person had a funny banter back and forth. When Tom asked, hey, Luke, what'd you catch today? And he goes, nothing but attitude. I said, this is it. These are my people. How do I join a boat club? Need you to know, no matter how busy I am, I will get my ass up and work because you want to know why? I want to join a boat club. I'm adding that to the audible vision board that we have started on this podcast. I want to be a part of the Boca Yacht Club. Okay, I've said it. I could spend every Sunday smoking cigars, skeeting around, just up and down the intercoastal, you know, doing the salute, seeing my boys, talking about boats. I don't know shit about boats. I'm a Pisces. I do well in the water. I think I would learn quickly. And I've come up with my boat name. Absolutely not. But K-N-O-T, like a knot. You know what I mean? Like a how you tie a knot when you anchor up. It's good. Absolutely not. It's good. It's catchy. It's punny. I love it. You know what I mean? God, the boat. I just everything about it. Here comes trouble. <laughs> we saw everything. And then you saw some that were named after like regal women, you know, the Victoria too. And you're like, oh, okay, they had to name that after grandma because she left them the money for this catamaran. And then you pull into like the alcove. So there's a place called like Lake Boca and everybody on Sunday pulls up their boats and you go swimming. And, you know, you got people with the flags out and the this and that. And everyone knows each other. Hey, Carl, Carl, how's the new engine? And then he points like the name of his boat and it says, too expensive. (laughs) You know, that new engine, the name of Carl's boat is too expensive, but spelled funny. You know, it's actually toe expensive, T-O-E expensive, but everybody pronounces it too. And you just know because you're on the end of the Boki Yacht Club. And the reason that's even funnier is because he's a podiatrist, a retired podiatrist. And that's why we call it Toe expensive. It's really supposed to be too expensive, but toe expensive. But also with the New Jersey accent, you can't tell. Toe expensive. I just said toe expensive, but in that accent, toe expensive. Literally, I could have sat with Captain Tom and just bullshitted for six and a half hours. I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. I really haven't. Hey, Ronnie. Ronnie, what's good? Oh, you know. Boats and hoes, and that's like the name of his boat. <laughs> hey, Shirley, how are the waves out there? And she just says, and her, her boat's called, my dead husband, you know, dead like my husband, literally. I mean, you can name your boat anything. You could name it enlarged prostate. You could name it flaring eczema. Anything, and you could be like, oh, there's an inside joke about it. Oh, it's a little punny. You know what I'm saying? Anything. You know, degenerate gambler. And people go, oh, that's how he got the boat. I get it. And they're like, actually, no. He really does have a problem. But a part of the 12th step is we were told by his therapist that if we put degenerate gambler on the boat, 
that every time my dad got on the boat, he would know that if he gambles, he'll lose this. So that's actually a part of our um, therapy session with him. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's layered. There are so many psychological layers to naming these boats at the Boca Club and boats in general. Like I'm obsessed with boating life in general. I used to follow this couple on YouTube that would sail around the world. I mean, I thought about if Jeff and I were stuck on a fucking boat together, we would, there'd be a murder in international waters, you know, where he wouldn't be looking, get hit in the head with the sail. Then I got to drag his ass back up on the boat. And I'm like, oh my God, now I'm going to listen to you bitch and complain about your headache. I mean, would I like to name a boat Tiramisu bitch? Yeah, I would. Maybe it's a little play on that, but I love absolutely not. And I'd always wear a captain's hat. I mean, we had a great day with the girls. And the fact that Annie Hathaway was on the boat with us was just wild. I couldn't believe it was her. And I kept going, aren't you supposed to be at the Oscars today? And she said, I'm not her. And I said, well, I'm sleeping with the one I open on this one. But that's just a testament to how warm people are in Florida. You know, we talk a lot of shit. I got a lot of Florida jokes. But these girls from West Palm said, meet us at the Boca Club. We're going. And we had a gorgeous day out on the boat. And it was such a reprieve and such a nice refresh from spring break in Fort Lauderdale that we didn't know we were trapped into. You know what I mean? Also, I got to talk about something, okay? I don't know if y'all know this. Have y'all been in a hotel or even an office building recently where you're at the bottom of the elevator, okay? You're in the lobby. Maybe use a key card to get up and it tells you which elevator bank to get into, right? You're like, I press a button on this giant keypad. I'm going to floor 14 and then it'll say, go to bank 12. And then when you get in the elevator, there are no buttons and you cannot control it. I need to tell you something right now. That is my absolutely not. You know what I don't like? not being able to control where I'm going in the elevator. Now, I know there's probably an engineer that would say, Heather, this is efficient. This is an efficient way to get people to and from on an elevator. I don't even get claustrophobic in an elevator. That's not the fear. But it's such a fucking pain in the ass when you have longer nails, you click the wrong button, you're trapped, you're on 16, then you get out on 16, but because you don't have the right key card, you can't go down to four, too fucking much. Let me, once I key carded and you know I'm a guest of the hotel or I'm a guest of whatever, let me just ride the fucking elevator where I need to go. Seems a little Illuminati big brother. I can't go from three to nine. I might have a friend on nine who needs my help. Don't like it at all. It's fucked up. So anybody who works in the elevator business, please call me because I don't like that. I know it's a very niche conversation I'm having right now, but don't like it. What else was going on? What else was going on? Oh, I'm going to get into the voicemails here in just a second. Wanted to say huge thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody in my hometown, everybody in Atlanta who's bought tickets to these shows. This is so insane. Y'all, I'm so proud of the work I've done. I'm so proud of this show. And there were so many people that doubted whether or not I could put the show up where I did at the Fox. And we just blown it out of the water. So much so we added a second show. I know the tickets, I think the second one's almost sold out, but still get your tickets at heatherontour.com. I'm just so incredibly grateful. My city has shown up for me. I promise I'm going to show up for you. And I just love you. And I'm so grateful. And I, again, I apologize to Vancouver for not being able to get there this weekend. But please understand there are only so many hours in the day and I'm doing the absolute best I can. I'm doing the absolute best I can. 
and performing is the greatest gift and the, the love of my life. And truly, it's what I love to do. So I promise I'm going to make it up to you guys out in Vancouver. But Atlanta, you guys showed the fuck up. And I'm excited. We still got some more shows. Salt Lake City, Phoenix, Sacramento, Chicago. I'm playing the Chicago fucking theater. What a dream come true. Then we're hitting Milwaukee. Two shows in Tampa. I mean, we're going. We're wheeling and fucking dealing. So I'm just very grateful to everybody who's shown up and you guys are the fucking best. And you make every time, even when I'm like, I think I might shit myself on stage, you make me rally and I'm just so grateful. So I want you guys to know, thank you, thank you, thank you. Total, absolute like dream come true. And I want you to know, as I was watching this first show in Atlanta sell out, you know what I thought to myself? Fuck anybody who has not given me a comedy special yet. I'm sorry. I said it and I know I can just do it on my own and that's probably what we'll do. But I'm just sitting there going, And I don't need it to prove anything because I proved it to y'all. And the only person I care about that gives a fuck and enjoys the show is you. The listener, the person who comes to the shows. But the whole time I'm just thinking, you know what? Okay. Really? And that's fine. I'm going to take that bitterness straight into the therapy session, which will be next week's episode of the podcast. And then I'm rolling into Fort Lauderdale and I've got my bags and I've got the bags under my eyes and I'm just going, you know what? I'm a professional. Well, this is what so many women have needed, okay? Did you know that one in five women suffer from a condition called PCOS or polycystic ovary syndrome? Yet the majority either don't know they have it or they can't get the care they need from a traditional healthcare system. Alara is here to change that. It's the first virtual care platform for people with PCOS. Maybe you have unexplained frustrating symptoms like weight gain, anxiety, or hair thinning. Hello, that's me. It could be your hormones. I am so glad that I took the time to check in and figure out what was going on to try and like get a diagnosis of all of this. Alara makes it easy with the most comprehensive hormonal and metabolic diagnostic tests on the market today. Not only will you test over 30 biomarkers, but you'll also have a 30-minute doctor visit to review your results and find out the root cause of your symptoms. But Alara doesn't stop there. They also provide you with expert care you deserve to actually treat and improve your symptoms. Alara's personalized holistic program provides patients with an expert care team, including both a registered dietitian and a doctor. They'll meet with you via video and are available via text 24-7 and provide personalized meal plans and medication supplements prescriptions. All of this just for $3 a day. Alara is so amazing. Listen, ladies know I've been on a hormonal challenge and been on a hormonal really journey to try and get myself healthy and, and having PCOS and hormonal issues is a wild ride. But Alara is just so nice that it's niche, but it's exactly what women who suffer with PCOS need. Get the answers you need today. Use code Heather at checkout for 25% off your first month or diagnostic test. Visit Alara, that's A-L-L-A-R-A health, H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash Heather for more information. That's www.A-L-L-A-R-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash Heather. Again, at checkout for 25% off your first month or diagnostic test. Get your ass up and work. I did, Kimberly. Noel. Oh, side note. I have the best wedding dress designer, okay? Working with the team at Waters. And every time I show up, I'm wearing these cocoa-colored skims because the skims 
high-waisted thongs. I really love them. Shout out to Kim. I do like these skims, all right? And they never have anything in my flesh tone. Now, I don't think it really matters with skims. I think you just can buy whatever. Like if, you know, you're maybe fair-skinned, I should probably have a fair skin color. But I buy anything that they have in a large. You can size down, which I really like. I really like these underwear. So whenever they go on sale, I just get whatever color. But I have this like cocoa color, okay? Clearly, if skims are supposed to just naturally represent your skin tone, I am not wearing the proper skin tone. I'm wearing like a dark, beautiful, chocolatey brown on my very pale vagina. And my wedding dress designer is the best. She is so stunning. And she's always like, Heather, you coming in with these cocoa skims? I said, Zaya, I don't know what to tell you. I can't get them in ivory. I don't know. I just go for whatever they've got in my signs. So I had another package of skim shut up and like in the hot pink and the neon or whatever, they're always sold out. Kim, if you're listening, I get my ass up and fucking work all the time. Could you help a bitch out and just send me every color of the rainbow so I can be the United Nations of the high-waisted thong? Please. I'm over here cooking, trying to get it. And now I'm getting made fun of of my friends who are have more melanin in their skin. They're going, Heather, this is vaginal <laughs> cultural appropriation. And I go, I just wanted some thongs. They're very comfortable and they come up extremely high, which I like. Oh my God. But we were laughing so hard. Here I am trying on this wedding dress and you see my cocoa brown skims thong coming through. And Zai is amazing. She's stunning Asian. And she's just like, cracking up. I don't know. Again, I think these are a lot of inside jokes, but she's just like, wow, you couldn't even come in with the bridal ivory white. I said, they only have extra small left. What do you want? Very comfortable. Kim, please send me an assortment, the rainbow, because I'm the United Nations of thong wearing right now. Okay. Thank you. Always been very inclusive and I'm appreciative of that. Anywho, I don't know where I'm going. You know, also send me lobster red if you've got it. Something that'll match the skin tone of my back. Y'all, I couldn't wear a bra yesterday. You know how embarrassing that is to be 35 and you're like, you got that fried. Also remember when you would go on spring break on a cruise with your family. You'd show up in Ocho Rios, Jamaica. You know, the first lady that comes up to you on the beach with the bag of beads and the braids, you're like, what is it? $125? Take all my babysitting money. And then you'd come back to school and you'd have that hair braided. Because I have a white fucking scalp, I would get horribly burned in between the braids, which now we know, probably not that great. Although I had a couple friends that were like, Heather, if you want to get the braids, just rock them. Just go full force. You know what I mean? Do you know how cool you would feel when you'd be walking back into school and you'd have the braids? And then, but you know, you'd end up basically essentially getting like dandruff in between each braid because you didn't think to put sunscreen on your fair, translucent scalp. And then there you are just shaking your beads, walking through junior high with your seventh layer of hell sunburn and your Hollister outfit. And you're like, guys, I don't know if you know this, but I went to Jamaica (laughs) with my best friend, Anne Marie. Did you guys go? No, you didn't. Oh, you went to your lake house? Wow. I was on an international cruise. Yes, my entire family was in one bunk room and it got weird because my dad couldn't fit in the shower. But regardless though, we were cruising. Are you about that cruise life? That's what I thought. No, that's the full attitude I'm going to have when I join the Boca Boat Club or any club. I don't know. I don't know what the closest boat club to me is. 
maybe Savannah. I don't know. I want to be cruising on an intercoastal with a kitschy name on my 20-footer. I want a captain's hat. I want rigatoni at the helm. I want a sunset cruise. I want to have, you know, maybe the entire bottom of the boat is sponsored by Vizzy. I don't know, but I need it. I need it. That's what I need. And I'm realizing, you know, a part of the self-care wellness journey, if I'm going to do something to really decompress, it may be boating. It may be fucking boating. That might be my me time. Maybe instead of flying home to Atlanta to my secret apartment, I fly straight to Boca and I hang out with a bunch of Italian dudes who are over the age of 72 and we hit the boats on the Sundays and we get a party platter from Publix filled with Italian sandwiches and we hit Lake Boca and dock and we just sit around boat to boat and talk shit. You know what I mean? Hey, Mikey, what'd you catch? Nothing but attitude. (laughs) So good. So good. And the thing is, real boaters are real comedians because you got to think quick. People are whizzing by. You got to get the line out. You got to get the setup and the punch. Boats are moving. They're moving. You got to, you know what I mean? Mikey was on his toes. What'd you catch? Nothing but attitude. Zoom. He's gone. So you only have 0.5 seconds to just get him back. You know what I'm saying? Oh, also, okay, wow. We're going to get into the voicemails. We probably only have time for like two. Side note, everyone was asking me, they're like, what are your thoughts on this whole Chris Rock, Will Smith thing? Everyone's an asshole. As a comedian, I just think it's insane. I think it's absolutely insane. Also, I just want to throw this out and maybe we'll find out later. I don't know. It's probably still very early. Will Smith was an absolute asshole. Obviously, making a joke on anybody's illness is also bad. But I got to be honest with you. I don't think that Chris Rock was making a comment on Jada's alopecia. If he was, I stand corrected. But that's low-hanging fruit. Chris Rock is one of the smartest comedians or like his team of writers. Guys, I didn't know. I mean, she's always had short hair. I did not know. I also don't really watch Red Table Talk. So this has been something that's been brought up. I'm not defending if the material about a specific look was bad. But I'm just saying, I don't think that he went out going, she's sick. That's what I'm going to do. So the whole thing is just asinine. And you know what? The whole thing that was such bullshit is here are two dudes that now got to beef it out and make it about them when you had three incredible women hosting. You had Amy Schumer, Regina, fucking Wanda, my girl. I love Wanda. I've worked with her before and she's a dream and a half. I thought they crushed it, but doing the best job that they can dealing with these fucking terrible award shows. And I don't know if you know this, but the fact that comedians are still going on here and trying to save these shows when a single comedy is not represented. Now, somebody's going to say the argument, you can win an Emmy or whatever. That's about all we can win. Maybe a SAG award, maybe a Golden Globe. We can't win an Oscar. So you ask us to come and host the Oscars. We're never nominated for the Oscars unless we decide to do a career pivot and do some hardcore drama where we play a meth head. You know what I mean? Maybe my Oscar moment will come when I play, you know, do a murder mystery psycho thriller about the Boca Yacht Club. I don't know. But everybody's an asshole. It's also, again, just the fucking male ego. you know, and I know there's going to be layers to this and all this shit, but as a comedian watching this, like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? These people don't want to laugh. It's also self-indulgent, but I don't think it was malice. I don't think he knew. I don't know. He may come out and be like, I fucking knew. 
went straight for the jugular, but I, I don't think that's the case. I'm exhausted. It's all exhausting. Also, I mean, listen, as a comedian, it is a wild thing. Like there's a conversation, a lot of us are in this text and we're like, listen, I have psychos at shows. I do. I have a couple crazies at shows. And to think that somebody might not like something that you say and just come up and fucking smack you, that's fucking crazy. But anyways, I don't know. Shit's wild. Shit's weird. But yeah, the Oscars, I mean, what are we doing here anymore? What are we doing? What are we doing? I'm joining a boat club. I'm going to do my tour and I'm joining a boat club. Okay? Thank you. Let's get into the voicemails. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. Absolutely not K-N-O-T. Let's get to the voicemails. Hi, Heather. Love you so much. I've never called in before, but I have an absolutely not that is very timely. Um, I just went to your Fort Lauderdale show, which was absolutely amazing. You fucking killed it. I don't laugh that hard in I don't know how long, but I just wanted to say absolutely not to the girl who was heckling you, um, asking you to move closer to her side of the stage. I cannot. Um, it honestly was funny because it gave you, of course, material. And if you haven't spoken about it already on this podcast, you should tell everyone what happened at the show because you were crushing it. But yeah, no, absolutely not to heckling in general. I think it's so rude when people do that at comedy shows, but you handled her with grace and elegance and just use it as fuel for your material, which was iconic. But I also just want to say that that person was not a good representation of all of South Florida and don't want you to think differently of us because most of us love you and respect you and would never do that and get why you can't be running over to all areas of the stage. Anyway, love you. And I hope you come visit Florida again soon because you're the shit. Bye. Okay, great, great voicemail. Let me just paint the scene for you. Also, side note, when I'm performing, I'm all over the stage. I'm probably one of the most physical people you'll see, okay? Now, granted, when I was performing in Fort Lauderdale, the stage is really big. And if you notice, there's two monitors on the stage. And you may not ever notice this, but I can't go past those monitors. And I have them very spread out so I can move across the stage. I can't go past those monitors or then the mics drop. So I'm, I'm doing a bit and I'm pointing at somebody to my right side, okay? So I'm looking out at the audience, pointing to somebody on my right side. This woman just screams, come over here. She's far, far left, like almost in the wings left. And I go, huh? So I stopped the show. I go, what'd you say? She goes, come perform over here. I've never laughed so hard in my life. I was like, first of all, ma'am, your fourth row back. This is not a private show for you, okay? I'm at, I'm doing a bit right now and having a conversation with this gentleman to my right. I work the stage. I'm all over the stage. I don't know what sparked this, but then I just was on a tear. I was just ripping this lady. And listen, I'm sure she was lovely and she was just drunk and I found it very funny. And to me, it added to the show. It was hysterical. But now y'all see some shit that where people just say shit and you're like, huh? And they do it in front of thousands of people. A packed theater. Come over here. And you're like, man, you're eight rows back in the bushes. What? It was so freaking funny. Again, you had to be there. But she just literally waves her hands up and says, can you perform right here? She wanted me to perform right on the far, far left wing of the stage, past where the microphones could catch us. On the stairs, she just wanted me to sit down, crisscross applesauce, and just chit-chat with her. It was wild. Oh, and then I'm at the meet and greet. And then I get told, 
that two people almost started fighting. These girls in the back were talking the whole show. And that (laughs) these girls were like, we kindly asked these girls on our row to quit talking. You would say a joke, then they'd want to repeat the joke and have a full discussion. Guys, just come to the show, kick back, absorb it, talk about it after the show, right? Like be like, oh, that bit about that. Yes, I relate to that in the X, Y, Z way. So these girls tried to ask this other set of lovely ladies, hey, can we, you know, can we not talk? We're trying to finish the last three minutes of her set. This is when you come in with that hard punchline and you close the show. <laughs> Literally, these girls are like, we'll fight you. We'll fight you. I'm like, this happened in Boston. Boston and Florida does make sense that there's a lot of, you know, aggressive energy in both spots that people want to fight. I mean, when I heard that there was like a fight in Boston, I was like, those are my people. Pack the can, have it. Yeah, let's fucking go. No, ma, let's go. But then Florida, I said, oh, come on, guys. Come on, girls. You all have an, I'm sure, if not an absorbent amount of vitamin D coursing through your veins, which is why people up north can be assholes because we have not had enough sunlight. I include myself in that because seasonal depression is definitely a thing. You're already in Florida. You're in the sunshine state. What do you have to be crabby about? That your governor DeSantis is kind of insane? Sure. You know what I mean? But come on, you're in Florida. You're live, laugh, loving. I understand the, the pressures of dealing with the spring breakers when they come and take over your town and essentially burn down all your beach bars is also frustrating. But just Florida was giving me so much life. And I honestly needed it because I was, I was really coming in there on a hope and a prayer. But yeah, this woman flags me down. Come over to my side of the stage. Literally, she's by the stairs. And you know, when you come to my shows, I show you my steps. I'm working the whole fucking stage, okay? There are some comedians out, and that's just physically their performance style. Doesn't make mine better than theirs, but that will just stand there in the light and not move. Very low energy. I'm a high energy comedian. This is why I want to join a boat club on my day off, okay? Literally stop the show. She needed me to stop by her side and she wanted me to sit down and just do my shit. And it made me laugh so hard. And that's why when I started getting DMs, people being upset about different things or they're like, like I giveth so mucheth of myself to you if, but y'all got to also fill my love tank back up. You know what I mean? (laughs) Y'all got to also, please don't, if you see me at the airport, don't cut off a lock of hair and make a voodoo doll out of it because you're upset. I couldn't sit right in your seat on your lap and give you a, hour and a half performance. I love you. She's doing the best she can with two legs, two arms and a broken uterus. It's great though. I loved it. It was fantastic. Florida, I'll be back. I do have two shows in Tampa. Get your tickets at heatherontour.com. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. My name is Caitlin from Kentucky. And I unfortunately joined the Dead Dad Club last week. And I guess I just need to call and tell you that, oh, goodness, some small dick man running his engine driving. Anyway, I guess I need to just call you and tell you that you've inspired me to find humor and light even during this very shitty, very dark time for myself because my father always wanted to be cremated, so we respected his wishes and you know, everyone's so nosy during tragedy and everyone just keeps asking us all these questions and everyone's asking, when are we going to spread the ashes? 
And I'm so sick of everybody wanting to know all my damn business that the only thing I have been responding to people is not on a windy day because Queen Sonia Morgan, I remember Real Housewives of New York went to spread her ashes of her dog off some bridge in New York and it was a windy day and the dog's ashes blew in everyone's mouth. So I have decided that my only response to people who want to know so badly when I will be spreading my father's ashes is not on a windy day because of Sonia Morgan's dog. And I don't want my father's ashes in my mouth. Maybe I'm crazy. I know I am. But anyways, I just felt like I needed to tell you that, again, you have inspired me to find humor in this very, very sucky time of my life. But I just wanted to say thank you. Okay. Guess that's it. Love and light, even in the shitty times. Caitlin, this is such a great reminder. One, I'm so sorry you lost your dad. Honey, welcome to the club. We love you. We're here with open arms. And what a positive attitude. Where are you spreading your dad's ashes? I don't know, but not on a windy day. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we needed to hear. How you doing? I'm good, but I'm not spreading the ashes on a windy day. We're all doing the best we can. This is such a great reminder. A, to have grace with yourself. B, to be patient with yourself. And C, don't ask your friends a dumb fucking question when their parent dies. You know what I mean? If somebody's parent dies, don't say, were you on the life insurance policy? Bad question, Patrick. Bad fucking question. Somebody asked me at my dad's funeral, was he a smoker? Shut up. Shut the fuck up, Rhonda. Terrible question. Terrible fucking question. And Caitlin, you know what? There is a great scene from The Big Lebowski where John Goodman does, I think it's a Big Lebowski, he does go and he, he spreads some ashes on a cliff on a windy day and they go back and they, they're covered in the ashes of a friend. It's a great full circle scene because yes, don't spread the ashes on a windy day because they'll end up back in your throat. And you know what you never wanted? You dad in your throat. That, wow, you know, you know what I'm saying? Or grandpa, or sorry, wow, digging myself a deeper hole. Mom, sister, anybody. You never want the ashes of a loved one anywhere in your eyes, ears. You know what I'm trying to say. I'm going to backpedal. I'm literally on a unicycle going back as quickly as I can. You know what I'm trying to say. People say dumb shit. It's like when people come up to me and if you haven't seen the show and people go, when are you having a baby? Shut up. Come see the show. Shut up. You know? And I think it's because people genuinely come from a place of wanting to be there for you. But again, Caitlin, you will know as you go on your grief journey, you will see the people that have actually experienced what you've been through will have a different connection to you now than the people who haven't. doesn't mean the people who haven't aren't good people and you have to give them grace too, but you'll just pick up on small social cues, different things. You're like, oh, they get it. They've been through it. And that's okay. Leave yourself open to those experiences and maybe, you know, lean into some of those relationships and friendships more because you will very much so get frustrated with the people who don't get it. The people who say like, well, we'll see you smoker. Everything happens for a reason. Did y'all get that life insurance check? You know, your daddy was a little clumsy. Did he slip? He wasn't great on his feet, was he? Like they'll say the dumbest shit to you. And you're like, huh? I heard he slipped off a ladder. He did not. He did not, Miss Tam. He did not. But thank you, Miss Tammy. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for being here at the service. I'm going to need you to leave. And then you walk away and you go, who the fuck told Tammy he fell off a ladder? People will show up. I literally had a lady who was a teacher and I think she really meant well, but one of the first people to show up at my dad's funeral was a woman who is a major head of an MLM, major head of an MLM. And I was like, oh, she's here to recruit me. She knows that my dad's dead and I'm going to need a job. So the first person to show up at my dad's funeral was an old teacher of mine who runs a very lucrative MLM pyramid scheme. And I knew she was like, you want to start pushing some eyelash serum? And I was like, you know what? Inappropriate. Call me next week when I'm on a different spiral, when I'm on an upwards manic trajectory. But Caitlin, you got a great attitude. Also, I love Caitlin. You had a really funny, positive moment there. You heard a car whiz by and you go, somebody with a small dick energy. And that's the truth. You're going to find the funny things are going to be even funnier because you finally feel when you have such intense loss, you actually feel so very alive. And I know that sounds really weird, but when I was going through like the really darkest times ago, I now know what it feels like to feel really alive. Because when you experience such loss and grief, you then on the other end feel such a sense of like, oh, this is what being alive means, which is to also feel and experience those things. I'm not trying to be too heady right now. And I'm sorry if this episode has turned into a hot dumpster fire of like my own therapy session, but I came back from Florida. What did you expect? I had to unpack a few things. I'm in a place right now, I'm trying to do the most. I feel like I'm somehow yet still disappointing people. But I realized if I don't join the Boca Yacht Club, I can't do my job to my fullest point, you know? I can't be the me that y'all need me to be if I don't have a day on the water, okay? I know I'm still gonna disappoint people. I'm still not gonna be able to commit to everything and do everything. And I'm gonna have to move things around or reschedule. And with COVID, everything's been a nightmare. And But I've realized, Caitlin, you gotta do the best you can do. And if that means not spreading ashes on a windy day, then don't do it. Do it on the hottest, driest, most pollen-ridden day. You can do it. And that's even funnier. Caitlin, you're in Kentucky. Go out on a thick day when that pollen is two inches thick on the sidewalk. Sprinkle a little dad in the mix. You know what I mean? Sprinkle a little bit of mix. And then everybody will be covered in your dad's ashes. They'll think it's pollen. It's actually him. That's even funny. That's even funnier. Do a pollen ash mix. Is it allergies? No, it's my dead father. Go fuck yourself, Miss Tam. Goodbye. Thinking of you, sweetie. Thinking of each and every one of you. You know, Father's Day is coming up soon. And I, you know, think I'm getting married. Am I getting married Father's Day weekend? I think I am. (laughs) I just realized that. That is manic. Just realized that. Let's see. I'm looking on the schedule. I really think I'm getting married Father's Day weekend. Every kiss begins with your dead dad. Maybe not. Maybe yes. I don't actually know. I don't actually know. You guys, call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. I, again, can't wait to see you guys out on the road. I'm sorry to anybody that I've disappointed, but I love you. I mean it. She is working. She was doing the most. I think I'll be at the Masters. So if you're going to be there, come say hi. You can't have your cell phone. That's going to be a doozy of a weekend. I'm doing some stuff with some golf stuff. 
Anyways, she's working. She's twerking. Y'all take care of yourselves. If you need to take a 10 and go have a cookie, do what you got to do. As always, thank you for calling into the hotline. 800-213-7503. I will see you next week on the absolutely not K-N-O-T line. Arrivederci, Chabella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. <laughs>